it. It's absolutely okay. All right, welcome to episode six of the Melting Pot Podcast. We have a special episode today, an all-female episode. Excited to have you ladies here today. In this episode, we will discuss the ladies' favorite foods from their culture, the most glamorous women they knew growing up, being different than their American friends, person, real or fictional, whose life they wanted, craziest friends they had, and what it was like to date as a first-generation American. Are you ladies excited? Yeah. I know I am, and so is the audience. To get things kicked off, I wanted to go around the room and have you introduce yourselves and where your family's from. We'll start to my right and then go around the room. What's your, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's the OGB of this episode, everybody. Clearly not in pockets. So I'm Jeannie, and my family's from Greece, originally. I'm Penny, and my family's from Greece. Originally. What do you go by? Panayota. Panayota, and what do your friends call you? Penny. Yeah, no. Yes. Because yes. I'm going to refer to you as Yotes often throughout the episode. Okay. People are probably going to wonder who that is. I'm Nikki, Greek as well. Eleni, Greek. What, do, <laughs> what, what is your family, your family cousins call you? Oh, I have lots. Um, Bigelan? Bigelan. Why Bigelan? Well, there's two of us. So exactly. My cousin right. <laughs> is younger than me. Yep. Yep. So just like your brother, right? You and your brother both, uh, who your brother's OGB, yeah. right? He's the original George Vassalis, but mm -hmm. you're the big Eleni Vassalis, right? right? But only in height and age. And boobs. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. That's not what I do with uh, a wife's family. Okay, thank you for that. For the audience, go look it up. My name is Maria Cornejo. <laughs> Maria Cornejo, and I am the wifey and the good friend of the government name Manara Khan, better half. <laughs> and where are you from? Half Colombian, half El Salvadoran, but Americana. Very cool. <laughs> I'm Penny, and I'm also Greek. Got the Greek contingency. Yeah, absolutely. Given that so many of you are from Greece, I'm sure the audience will expect you to bring the kefi in this episode, <laughs> like the two Georges do. <laughs> like the two Georges do every episode. So we have a lot to cover in this episode, but prior to jumping on the podcast, you guys were having a really interesting discussion that started from our podcast with the fellas last week, where we were talking about identification. And Maria, shockingly, <laughs> no, to me, it was shocking, right? Because you and I share some heritage and some yeah, background. Yeah. I did not know that you identify as? White. Yeah. Because growing up, my I didn't have to have an accent. I never had an accent. When I was at home, as you, you heard me say my name, Maria Cornejo, I go back and forth. But it does bother me, though, when I think in Spanish and speak in English. So I do speak a lot of Spanglish, but identified with white movies and American movies and American music, skateboarding, sports. I just wanted to be white because I felt like that was the way <laughs> to fit in. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Growing up. I, yeah, because especially when we grew up, right, in the 80s. Well, well you can um, describe we were, yourself a little bit for the audience, right? So, Maria, you look like a, is a Latino, Latina, Hispanic yeah, person. Yeah, definitely look yeah. Latina. Uh, Nikki, you, you, <laughs> Nikki, you look, no, <laughs> Nikki, you look like you could be Middle Eastern, Italian, mm -hmm. you're obviously Mediterranean, but the rest of you here, you know, easily are what is today called white passive. I, mm -hmm. I think Jeannie actually looks more Latina. No, I do. That's because you Greeks always are trying to claim an ethnicity. No, right? you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. Honestly, anytime I it go to visit, her. it annoys me. No offense, but it annoys me <laughs> because it's not so uh, like 
I'll get what are you. And well, in New York, York, when I would go to visit Elio, everybody thought I was Puerto Rican. Well, you should stop wearing big hoop earrings. <laughs> 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 So yeah, I, I've run the gamut. So I'm very few people that think I'm like white American. It's always like Arabic, Persian, uh, Latino. I mean, people speak to me in Spanish. How about you? You your blonde, light yeah. eyes. Russian. Rich? Oh. Yeah. 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 Probably your self-demeanor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people say, are you Russian? And Nikki Russian. actually, from the time that we were younger, you can't tell now because she always straightens her hair and puts it back. But when her hair is curly, she yeah. looks mixed. Like yeah. Black, yeah. Black, yeah. Black. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hundred percent. Awesome. Yeah. Still think I'm mixed. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, okay, that's how people from the outside view you. Lenny, how did you view yourself? Were you Greek or were you American or were like you know when you people uh, definitely you, Greek? Uh, well just by going by my name, Eleni, that kind of gives it away that I have an ethnic background. But um, if I'm in Spain, people speak to think I'm Spanish. If I was in Morocco, mm. they would think I was Arabic. No, but you so yourself, you yourself, Maria identified as white, right? Like she grew mm. up in a white, like the white culture. Oh, no, definitely Greek. Greek more than anything else. Your brother had an interesting thing that he said, basically that his minority friends were like, he's not white, he's Greek, right? right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why do you guys think that is? Uh, I think for us, culturally, mm -hmm. there's a real big difference between being like white from another culture, because you can be white Latino, right? Mm -hmm. And being white American, <clears throat> like you're raised in a different, different in a different, different way. way. So I think that's why also maybe sometimes, you know, if we're hanging out with minorities, they don't want to hang out with white people. So they're like, oh, you're not white. You're <laughs> not. Right. No, that's true. So Maria, by the way, I want to thank you for the food suggestion. So we had Chinese food. Uh, you suggested it because you said growing up, it was a treat for you. Yes. Uh, McDonald's was not a treat. My mom and dad would cook uh, El Salvadorian Colombian food all the time. So we had a close Chinese restaurant. And I think because they met in a Chinese restaurant, that oh. was the special thing for them that's, to do. That's cute. So yeah. we always walked, like everything was walking. We had no car until we were 16. So that was the closest, funnest carry out place. And so to this day, we still have it. How about for the rest of you guys? Was Chinese like a part of like your culture, a part of like having a treat? Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. My for dad us. loved Chinese, so yeah. we would mm -hmm. always go. If we went out to dinner, we'd get Chinese. Yeah. I remember you guys would go to the Chinese yeah. restaurant. Yeah, that was, that was your dad. Not my fave, not my fave. <laughs> but you don't like Chinese food. I don't like most Asian food. Like, I don't really like Chinese. Oh, I love it. And when we were younger, I actually wouldn't even eat the rice. Like, I'd pick at the broccoli or the beef, but I'm not like a huge. No, it was a big outing for us because our parents, we would go. There was that Chinese place over in the shopping center. Yeah, number one. Yeah, yeah. No, that wasn't number one. That was no, East. Oh, Hunan East. Yeah, we'd all go to the bathroom and smoke. And we go to get so mad. Red Lobster too, right? We would go to China Delight. That was my dad's. China Delight. China Delight was really good. Oh, it did. Yeah, it did. But our parents all like Chinese food. And I got a fortune cookie while we were there at China Delight, and he said, "Never trust the cop." So outside from Chinese food, what other non-European mm -hmm. cuisines did you guys try or eat growing up? Mexican. Mexican? Oh, for sure. Wait, Mexican. like at home or going out? Either or. Like what Either our or. parents would Because my mom would make us like meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Southern food, yeah. Sloppy Southern food. She grew up yeah. in Mexarkana. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. 
Jokes, what about you? You grew up in San Francisco. Uh, my mom yeah. only cooked Greek. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like every night? Every night. If you guys uh, went out to eat as a family, where'd you guys go? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. 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 At a Greek place? <laughs> so Jeannie, Penel, and Nikki, you three are sisters. Who's yes. the oldest? Penel, me, Penny. You and then? Me. Jeannie. Nikki, you're the baby. Yes. By how many months? Uh, not even a full not year. Not even a full year. Like yeah. literally 11 months. Irish twins. Irish twins. Irish twins. Yes. So your father owned restaurants in DC? Yeah. yeah. How many did he own? Oh God, at least 30, know. right? Over 30 no. throughout the years. No, 30, I don't know about 30. I think that's an exaggeration. 15 to 20. Okay, so there's a lot for you to select from. Which one was your favorite that he had? The one by the zoo, Eleni's. Oh yeah, oh, I, I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I used to work one. at that one yeah. all I summer long. I would go. I like Legend. No, no, continue. Yeah, I would go down there and I would help out and I would work like during lunch and I would do the register and stuff and then, yeah. I remember that to this day. Yeah, Did the rest so. of you ever work there? Because I like, I never know. Well, Penny's the oldest. So <laughs> she, <laughs> took she took that on. She took it on. Penny she, liked to work. I actually did. Yeah. I like working. And Penny was like 17, 18, and me and Jeannie were still, you know, 14 and 15. So she was older. And yeah, so, I would drive down there. And then when we got I liked like, it. When Jeannie and I were into high school and mm -hmm. even a little bit older. Like, I don't remember which one it was, but you would work and you'd close and then we'd come meet you and we'd go to that. Um, What's it called? No, no, no. It was downtown. We'd go to Annie's afterwards. That was oh, Papa's yeah. at Vesuvio's. No, no. You're uh, you might be talking about the one on 18th. Maybe the one on 18th. Um, but anyways, yeah, Penn worked. 17. Jeannie and I 17, were not 17. Worked. Oh no, I had I worked there a couple times. A couple times. A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> on your resume, I love it. <laughs> I put in my work. What type of food did your dad make in the restaurants? Oh, he did. Pizza, you know, Greek, the usual, you know, yeah, Italian, Greek, so. He did into the last one, right? Yeah, so the last oh, one yeah. in Fillmore had a largely Latino clientele, and so he brought in a couple people that specialized in, like, Salvadorian cuisine, so they would do pupusas and certain soups. Like, that are and, yeah, so this is what leads me to Maria. For you, <laughs> when you were talking about food from your culture, you mentioned one of the soups that they would cook there. What was that? So my parents, we all kept cooking sopa de pollo. And we had to mix. So for the audience that doesn't speak Spanish, I know. Chicken people... soup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With anything you can find in the fridge. All vegetables, cabbage, onions. It was yuca. Um, and it was always made differently. Like my dad liked it with uh, picadillo. And then my mom. What's picadillo? Picadillo is a hot spicy sauce. It's, I don't know, Mexicans use it a lot for their chips and salsa. But we add cilantro, we add jalapenos. And then we also add. Um, a little bit of Tabasco is what my mom likes to add, but then we add, we started to add vinegar. And so there was a variation. There was always an argument about how do we make it back home and this way and that way. So, so I feel that soups and stews for many immigrants mm -hmm. and first generation generation Americans has a lot of cultural significance because of how humble they are. Mm -hmm. So Lenny, your dish, the one that you, uh, at least the way you described it mm -hmm. also seems to have humble roots. Can you tell the audience what your favorite dish is from your culture, if you remember, or if you're like George, no. you never remember. I can't remember anything. Um, it's the village Spanakopita. Yeah. And so, um, first, what makes it village Spanakopita? And second, how do you say village in Greek? Horiapiki. Okay. Spanakopita. All right. So, what makes it village Spanakopita? Uh, the filo is rolled out by hand. So, everything is done by hand. Um, so, the, what is the difference between the village one and a regular one you would get at a Greek restaurant is the filo. And that is rolled out. And that makes all the difference in it the really world. It really does. So, I like the regular Spanakopita, but it doesn't compare to what 
my grandmother, Helen, uh, Penelope Nikki's mom, and my mom would make. Do they would make it, it together. Hell no. no. I don't know. Ken's <laughs> learning. I mean, you know, I, the filo is uh, the filo yeah. is hard. It's hard to roll out. It's a lot more difficult than you would think because there's like a little flick of the wrist when you're doing when you're trying to roll out. There's a hilarious scratch. story yeah. about your your late grandmother, your yaya, rolling out filo. Yeah, yeah. And, and yelling at your sister. Yeah, do, I don't remember do exactly remember what story? happened. Do, I, I think I had a baby. I just had Stacy yeah. and I was laid up because I had a C-section and my mom, my grandmother was helping my mom. Yeah, your grandmother the, just wasn't like 60 at this time. She no, was like she was 80, like 90, right? 88? Yeah. I don't know, 87, you know, yeah. older lady, but she was rolling out the filo, which is hard. It's wow. labor intensive. Uh, my mom would make the filling and that's how Helen, Penel's mom, and my mom would do it. Her mom would do the hard work, come over yeah. and roll out the dough, yeah. and then my mom would have the filling all ready to go. And I, they were making it for something. I don't remember exactly, because again, I was in the back bedroom, couldn't get up, had a newborn, and my sister was supposed to be around to help. Yeah, and she was and out she partying. she was out partying. Yeah. With us. Yeah, you and I. <laughs> oh, it was for Easter. No, it wasn't for Easter. Oh. They were just having you. I remember it was no, we're coming up. They were just having like a family. Oh, maybe coming over to, to, see, the baby. Them, to yes. see the baby. But Canal was out with us for Sunday fun. And I think you have to paint a picture because your parents like to keep their house like Hades. Oh it's God. like one jillion degrees yeah. in that house at all times, right? So that your poor true. grandmother is like her hair, her she hair. She might as well be in the oven. Right. And she's rolling out this filo with the broomstick, because that's kind of what that's And then Canel rolls in and my grandmother is just rolling the dough, going bravo, Canelli. Bravo, Canelli. Bravo, Canelli. I, I love your grandmother. I've never, ever oh, really awesome. had conversations that couldn't speak Greek, but man, she also packed a punch. I don't know if you know this, but every time she greeted me, she greeted me with a massive slap in the face. And I remember one time telling Nick, it's like, wait, wait, like, how long is this going to last? Like, the first time was cool, but like, she knows that's not like. No, uh, and I was telling because she likes yeah. <laughs> like it for term of the year. She was the best. Was she, was, she was the best. Uh, Judy, you chose my favorite, Masticho. Oh, your fave. Oh yeah, my God. I can't ask you. Uh, I Have you ever shared this dish with uh, non-Greeks? Yeah, as a yeah. 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 yeah, no, my mom loves They're it. They're like Greek lasagna. Dude, yeah. the only people that don't like it are Elio and Will. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Carrie's not a big fan either. He's not. Yeah. A lot. Like sandals. All, all the sandals. Yeah. Yeah. It must be the cinnamon. Yo, you chose a simple dish. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. What is it? Lamb potatoes in the oven. Ah, oh, a classic. Lemon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. classic. I still love. I love that. Yeah. Why that dish? What does it make you think of? Like, what is it? It's just a tradition. We, my parents used to do all the time. My mom used to make all the time. Yeah. Very traditional. The potatoes are phenomenal. Yeah, oh, potatoes are phenomenal. Yeah, and if you if you do the lamb right, it's phenomenal too. That's true. Yeah, I think yeah. for a lot of people, right? Uh, lamb, specifically here in America, is very distinct tasting. It's a very gamey compared yeah. to how we have, and so. You know, most people try to avoid that, but you know, I didn't have much lamb until you know I 
join your family. <laughs> family yeah. I know, and I've had it. And it's absolutely. But, but I will tell you what: you give me the lamb, you give me the potatoes. I'll choose the potatoes over the lamb all day long. Oh, my, my friend Maha, oh, no. who's Moroccan, grew up with me, and she could eat a whole platter of the lemon potatoes. She's like, "Please, can your mom make me the yeah. lemon potatoes?" How do you make them? You know, it's like really simple, right? Very simple. Just get lamb, a lot of garlic. Stuff it with lots and lots of garlic. Because <laughs> we, like we love our garlic. Yeah, yeah lots of garlic, uh, salt, pepper. Um, that's it, pretty much olive it. Put oil. in the oven, olive oil, lemon, lemon but I don't put the lemon on the not, a, not yeah. on the lamb, and then just put it in the oven, let it cook. How long and what temperature for people here who might want to try? Uh, it? I don't know, maybe four hundred, and then I wrap it in foil, put it in the and put some water in. Olive oil in the pan. <laughs> oh my God, I love. And then this shit sounds it. like a, a horror movie. And you're just trying to calm down. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still eating my food. What about it? I'm a slow a, eater. Cook it very slow. If you cook it like at 350 for about uh, three hours. So what's interesting, right, is as you're talking about this, it doesn't, you're, you're just kind of like, oh, I think this, and I think that temperature, you seem to cook like in the way that my mother-in-law cooks and, and other uh, other Greeks that I've met, which is like from the heart, it's just like you measure, you know. Yes, it is. yes, I don't ask me measurements. Mm -hmm. no. right? I, just, I just go by the eye. <laughs> I cannot do anything yeah. without a recipe. In oh, front of I me. can't follow a recipe. I have to. I, I can't do I either. Mess it up. No. <laughs> you can't do either. <laughs> husband's a lucky man. Bye for now. <laughs> You said grilled octopus. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. There's mm -hmm. nothing better than being seaside. Oh, in Greece. In Greece. Listen, yeah, there's yeah. a difference here. You, like, you're you in my head because my next question was, where does the grilled octopus take you in, in your mind? Oh my god! Think about it, it so does. Like your seaside sitting underneath one of those like thatch, like yeah. food, like restaurant, outdoor restaurants. And your parents looking at the ocean with their parents. Yeah, yeah. And you're like you're eating your mezze. You've got your octopus. Meze, meze for people. Meze is like a tapas, like a appetizer. Yes, use another foreign word to describe the foreign word to the audience that doesn't know the foreign word. Absolutely the right way to do this. By the way, for the audience, that's a great word. Pikilia. Pikilia. It's like a variety of That's how I like to eat. No, we know. You always want to taste. Yeah. You just split it. We just find it. So thanks you to the beach. Oh yeah, just, just sitting like seaside and like oh a beautiful summer, like eating the octopus. It's like it's there's nothing like it. It's grilled yeah, straight out of the ocean. Good answer. Grilled olive oil, little lemon juice. I imagine Betta. Veta. Veta. actually. Would take a, her break from Benetton and have this type of fancy lunch. <laughs> I don't know if she did or not. She was probably too busy working. Who? Oh, who is Veta? Tell, tell the. Betta? And what made her so glamorous? To me, she, first of all, she's European. So okay. Betta, I never thought Like, that. you can't argue that in any way, shape, or form. But she worked at Benetton. She was a buyer. Close, for yeah, she was a close family friend. She was a buyer for Benetton. Oh, our wow. Our whole okay. time growing up. And yeah. she would send us stuff. But anytime we would go, because we would go um, summers every year up until probably I graduated high school. And we would see her. She was always just swanky, just yeah. very European, yeah. very effortless style. Very yeah. sophisticated. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Was this the one at Boston Commons? 
in Greece, they don't leave the house mm-hmm. unless they are dressed to the oh night, my God. makeup on, mm-hmm. like head to toe. My we're aunt. Here. How are you guys dressed tonight? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Leggings. Yo, let me ask you a question. So you chose, which was interesting to me, uh, your fifth grade teacher. Yeah. Miss Matlock. Like, do you like literally went deep? I love it. So tell me about Miss Matlock a little bit and tell us. You know, she was beautiful. She was five nine blonde beautiful hair very classy and was generally a very very nice teacher like really worked with the kids hard and that's what made her glamorous well that and she looked amazing yeah <laughs> and she drove a nice mercedes you should have led with that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. she was uh, uh just very classy and very glamorous but not in a glamorous where yeah very uh down to earth and i just remember she stands out from but being a good person too yeah and really working with kids that's awesome uh so it's interesting right so you you all chose from someone that i believe all of you like knew in your life right maria did you really know cindy crawford i did not know her. <laughs> i thought i did because i was living with mtv all the time <laughs> so i thought she was related to me <laughs> she's good for glamour for you yes absolutely oh she still does yeah, yeah. she still does she still yeah. looks her commercial and her entrepreneurship like her business even though no one really watches her makeup and cleansing stuff but i do and then just i don't know she traveled and house of style and oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. So when I was young, that's all I wanted to be. It was like I wanted to travel, either be a photographer, a makeup artist, or something in her lifestyle. So that's what I wanted to travel. She had it all. That's awesome. So now we'll get to my. That's okay, yes. (laughs) Now we'll get to my favorite answer to this question. Special guest star here. Hi, monkey butt. Come here. My favorite answer to this question, Jeannie. Tell the audience about both Peggy Lynn and Peggy Lynn's mother. Oh, oh, nice. Nice. Oh, I know you got Peggy so, Lynn. Peggy Lynn, when we were younger, really young, we lived in Arlington on South Buchanan in a lower level apartment. It wasn't a great neighborhood. It was a great, it was a great neighborhood, but it wasn't it like, most of us were like lower middle class. Um, so our next door neighbor, her name was Peggy Lynn, and she was like this really sweet little blonde kid, and Nikki at one point like cut off all her hair. Oh my god! Yeah. You're jealous of it because your mom had cut off all your hair, right? No, they were playing. They were playing hair salon, and Nikki legit cut off all her beautiful. She's chunky. Hair. <laughs> uh, I was like three. I didn't understand. And she had that white blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. Well, her mom was young. Okay, so first you have to like the background to this is we were surrounded by Greek women, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Let me put this into perspective for you. Like swarthy, dark hair. <laughs> <laughs> so, Peggy Lynn's mom was like 
Tall, black hair, fair skinny and young, and she was well, always, um, yeah, she was always like the candies, drinking, and had gentleman collars on. <laughs> <laughs> I and she that. was just yes. yes, right. And she, to me, being that age and just you know seeing the women that I saw every day, she was like the epitome of just carefree glamour, glamour. glamour. yeah, like yeah. that late seventies American, American, American yeah. glamour. That's a good one. Yeah, I she. I mean, honestly, she's probably drunk whore, but. <laughs> 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 But by the way, so when I read your answer during the prep, I laughed so loud reading it because for two reasons. Thinking about you, like growing up and slowly real your slow realization of what her actual lifestyle was, and you'd right. be like, Yeah, because now looking back, it's like mm, she had different men on her couch. Like every time we were over there, and you know, started playing with her daughter. She drank a lot. She drank yeah. a lot. Yeah. from that neighborhood oh, because yeah. she had the best bedroom and she had every kind yeah. of oh, those well, remember smack her yes. yes. oh, those was in love with her sister was yeah he was obsessed with her he was that was the best neighborhood yeah, pretty girls so both yeah beautiful girls was she lifeguard and ani actually and ani is super and super nice being married to one of the guys that Elio and I worked at at the group. Yeah, yeah. with oh, really nice with family, the really girl. nice girl. I, I loved Ani. I thought she, so. I thought she was really. I thought cool she was growing up. And yeah. actually, I saw her not Is a few years back. No, I picked Anna. Sorry. Oh. Um, and she still looks amazing. <laughs> I had mentioned that to Will because yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on. Wait, Wait what? what? What are we missing? Nothing. I she asked who I picked, but I don't want to interrupt. No, you continue. She asked. This is not a like absolute. So you asked the question. What question did you ask, Nikki? So I asked who she picked. Oh, okay. And so I picked Aunt Isabel yeah. because yeah, to I can me, see that. growing up, yeah, my I aunt, my that. dad's youngest brother's wife. I mean, she was glamorous, always dressed to the nines, trendy, the latest thing she had and she wore it well like, like her hair yeah. her makeup furs, yeah. dripping in her yeah. dripping in jewelry wow. her jewelry yeah. her well in the 80s too like her fur coat mm -hmm. which i know that's you know not politically correct politically now. correct but um her jewelry her hair her makeup and she was just very exotic very um tan skin dark dark hair <clears throat> hazel eyes I mean, to me, she was striking, very striking, glamorous, um, and, and she still is. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I mean, she still is. So it's interesting Always to me is like the dichotomy, at least for the sisters, and yes, we'll get to the you in a second, between these women that you guys have chosen and your mom, because your mother, she's not into makeup. She's not into that, right? She's no. the type oh, of woman that leaves Greece at the age of 12 and then joins the Peace Corps when she's yeah. older, yes. right? Like, Yes. Yeah. You know, and she, she says all the time, I don't know where to me. She'll be like, I don't know where you got it from. I could care less about any of that stuff. Yeah. Never wore makeup, never, none of it. And I think Nikki's probably the most far removed from her for sure in terms of that. I think Jeannie falls somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And I think I'd probably fall closest to her because I just could give a shit usually. <laughs> <laughs> like if we go out, out, like if we go out, out, yeah, like I'm two out. 
double out makeup to go to work and sit <laughs> in my cubby and i like the term double out like double out. you go out to the out, office but out out yeah. is to the, yeah, to you have like your made your office <laughs> makeup <laughs> and then your yeah what about your mom yeah was she into that stuff what was she like um she definitely liked the outfits I think that's where Maria got that from. She mm -hmm. liked okay. having Maria. Maria's her daughter. daughter. Yeah, Maria's my daughter. She, my mom is a one and done. She uh, liked an outfit she wore at times. Oh, she that would, is definitely your daughter. She wouldn't want to wear it again for a very long time if she wore it again. Wow. Really? No. Yeah. That is definitely your daughter. She had so yes. many suits. I couldn't tell you yes. lined up how many suits she had. Oh, wow. Yeah, she liked it. She would wear it again, of course. Yeah. But, but she always wanted something new. Yeah. Always like something Who new. Who doesn't? my mom she's a yeah. shopaholic just like me new shirts every time we go out i need a new shirt always into trendy things she i mean I, to this day i love this picture that i keep on my wall she's got these knee-high boots they're white with her mini skirt and a little jacket and it was all pink she's so like into the beatles and so uh -huh. she loved that style she followed like the go-go style Heels, not so much, but she always likes to match her outfits oh. to the head, you know, to her mm -hmm. hair, down her shoes. And I got it from her because I uh, love clothes. Yeah. I love clothes. Me too. Yeah. So, so I want to come back to you. Is that okay? Yeah. Cool. So one of the <laughs> questions I asked you, know, you ladies was, when did you know you were different from your American friends? What was that for you? Well, <clears throat> different was when they would come over and my mom wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't speak English to them. My mom didn't, you know, her English was very broken. So base, I mean, just speaking the language and not knowing anybody understand what we're saying was like kind of weird because I'd be at the bus stop and my mom would be speaking in English and Greek and I'd be like, no, mom, you can't speak in Greek. <laughs> like I would like feel awkward. Yeah. yeah. You know, when she would speak to me or my friends around and they would hear me, they would hear my mom speaking to me in Greek and I would answer in English. Because you didn't so, yeah. so I was just yeah. about to ask you guys, because all of you yeah. commented on the language yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, were you embarrassed? Yes. Yeah. 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 When we were younger, yeah. because we, it was we, very young, we it was different back then. You just yeah. want to fit in. Yes. Everybody yeah. else is like, oh, why do they talk funny? Or why do they talk weird? Or why don't they speak? Or why don't you what, go back to where you came from? Yeah. I mean, this you know a what long time, time. Yeah. yeah, very long time ago, like mm -hmm. uh, elementary. So yeah, it was long. embarrassing. I it was embarrassing. Like, you did I get embarrassed at times. Or I did every I once did. in a while. Well, I, yeah. Where we grew up, though, Bailey's Crossroads is always very diverse. diverse. And so but we can I also interject real though. quick? Because we would go yeah, to Catholic, Catholic school, school and they would have to drive up to pick us up. And our mother would put down the window and then literally scream yeah. out the window and be like, <laughs> 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 So we see you. Why do you do that? But I know you guys went to St. Thomas More, which was St. Anthony's was very diverse. We had, I, you know, I was Greek, Maha was Moroccan, my friend Juanita's Colombian. We had a uh, Cuban, Brazilian, um, yeah, but how many? No, it was really a good mix. Did but you? because we have that mix, and then your your non ethnic white yeah. Americans also, right? So it was a nice mix, but it was very like, oh, it was just common, like, oh, you're Greek, Mahas Moroccan, we all. It, it was very um, acceptable, I think, at St. Anthony's. We did not have that. There was a lot of diversity St. in St. Anthony's. St. Thomas More wasn't very diverse. We had a couple of Black folk, uh, <laughs> a handful, a sprinkling of Latinos. Oh, we had a sprinkling of Our majority was Latinos. Now, where Latino we lived was a different story. Yeah. But where yeah. we went to school, yeah. yeah. 
Um, right, yours was language too, but you yeah. said your answer was wait, not everyone speaks it's English. English. <laughs> <laughs> so growing up, did your family speak both English and Spanish no. at home? We only spoke Spanish at home, and I actually had to go to ESL when I was in kindergarten through third grade because everything would just come out backwards. And my friends would always correct me, and that was hard. And I even had a hard time with teachers. I would crumble down and cry because they would punish me, like, you know, you have to learn this. I'm like, I'm trying, but then I go home. I don't sit down. My parents didn't teach me how to speak English. It was TV. That's yeah. why yeah. I love that's that's TV. How, I yeah. that's how, I how many of you didn't speak English going to kindergarten? None of us. Me. None of us. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, none of us. None of us. You might have. I you had that because your sisters were yeah, older. Were but yeah, but she wasn't that much younger. So she, I think she spoke the most English, but I still don't think she was fluent. And, and yeah. she went uh, into Conversely, or whatever my Greek is, the worst. So I spoke mm -hmm. better. It is actually, my Greek is actually the worst. And yeah, so. Yeah, and I came from Greece, I was three years old. Yeah. And yeah. I started school at four because the way California, yeah. the yeah. school, we started at four and turned five. So yeah, it really was hard. Yeah. The first few I years. I don't remember it. I Actually, remember I it. know that I didn't speak English going in, but I, my parents put me in like a pre-K thing. Didn't speak a lick of English because yeah. we only spoke Greek yeah. at home. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I have vague recollect, like random, like snapshot recollections of that time. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't remember it being difficult. So it's interesting to me about your the Greek culture, and then I'll touch on our culture, our Hispanic culture, is that you guys are very insular, right? You guys are very like traditionally based. You guys send your kids to Greek school. You speak Greek in the home. Well, I think it's true. There's mm -hmm. a lot of Greeks in that you guys don't speak Greek in the home. Like your generation may not, but your parents generation. Right. Oh, our parents. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just so, going to say, like, our daughters don't. No, no, no. Speak. I'm, I'm talking about the generations that came. Those that yeah, they definitely. And then the community was church based and yes. like, let's yes. all speak Greek and marry mm -hmm. Greeks and talk yeah. to Greeks. Let's all and hang just, out with only each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys all kind it was of. very and, cultish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> And it was. It's like a big cult. Yep. <laughs> but on our side, you know, I, it's funny, right? Because I feel like there's a divide line between there's Hispanics that say, you know what, we're going to keep our culture and we're going to mm -hmm. teach our kids Spanish. Yep. And then there's this other side of Latinos that come in and are like, we are going to abandon everything mm -hmm. that we left yep. behind. And our kids assimilate are American and through and through and we're going to yeah. assimilate. Mm -hmm. And I just find it to be like a really interesting tension between us mm -hmm. versus that. Mm -hmm you know, that we struggle with yeah. in our culture, but you guys literally just said, it is us. Well, and I'm going to tell that. you why, because we can blend a lot easier than, than you guys yeah. normally mm -hmm. can. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. So we can pass. 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 Yeah, yeah. Like we can blend in with, you know, quote unquote, you know, white people. I, I wonder about that because sometimes I do think that's true. And sometimes I'm not so sure. Because when you go down to like certain areas, yeah. I remember, yeah. Pinel, when, go to you're Arkansas. Tell me when you were in high school, tell you frosted no, blonde <laughs> <laughs> My face still looks like my face, my long ass face with my big ass forehead. Well, lots of white American nose. people have long Very self-aware this one. <laughs> but like, I know when I first started dating my ex and we would go to, I was in my early 20s, like early to mid 20s, we would go down to North Carolina. People would always be like, where are you from? Oh, yeah. what, what are you? Not where are you from? What, what are, are you? you? I got yeah, even yeah. all the time. Yeah. Remember his uncle used to call us you people? Yeah. Yeah. Who's you people? <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. Like, I think oftentimes we think 
we pass, but, but to a lot of people, we don't. Yeah, but yeah, like, and I, I look the whitest, I think, out of the three of us. Sure. Yeah, but and my larger lady, point is was, we can absolutely pass more than Lori and Yes. Yoda yeah. pass the most. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 She's a Northern Greek, right? Yeah, and that's great. Interesting though is that yeah. little George, my cousin, little George, and his wife and kids, and they're very passable because they're both sure, yeah. very fair skin yeah, and lighter eyes, light brown hair, very fair skin. They went on a cross country trip last summer, and they stopped at Midwest See? places, and they were like, "Oh, we looked, uh, we definitely looked foreign." Well, there. let's well, no, it's also they were in the Midwest in cornfields and. George's wife is a pop star in Greece, right? So it's not like, you know, like, you're acting like, like oh, Lady Gaga in the Midwest is out of place. She wasn't all like decked out. And he was wearing his 10 inch heels. No. <laughs> no. I also think it depends on where you go. In I mean, United going States. to Arkansas or Carrie's family. Yeah. Look, when we went to tell Texas, that I'm not where my Texas mom grew up. Yeah. Was, yeah, clearly. You right. didn't look like Skipper and Scooter next door. Like, yeah. We were in Herndon. The kid me was literally Scooter next door. We were in Herndon next door today literally just turned in and the woman that worked at the store that we were at was like you guys are just such a beautiful couple you're just so dark and brown <laughs> oh wow and you guys both have this, like, brown hair exotic and, exotic <laughs> What are you? That's like what it was. Like we were like, uh, I mean, I think like Elio always says, because you know Elio's black Latino, and he said shit rolls downhill. So yeah, you know, you come here and you're like, you know, particularly if you're darker skin Latino, Central American. Mm -hmm. Oh well, you know, these people are really white. So let's try and assimilate. I can't blend in with the way that I look, but I'm going to blend in with the way that I speak and I act. Which, and alternatively, I think there's a lot of racism. I was going to say, I never realized until I was in my like early 20s, I was dating Oscar. Yeah. How racist like Latino cultures can be against each other. Like literally like the lighter you are, the Mm. higher class, I guess it is. And I was, I was like dumbfounded, like yeah. literally yeah. dumbfounded. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, well, it's four cultures. I mean, you have <laughs> European Spanish, which is the Spaniards and Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Then you have your South Americans, mm-hmm. which cuts off at Central America. And then you have Mexico. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay. Well, you also have a lot of Black Latinos. Too. Yeah, and we have the islands too. Yeah. We have Cuba. And when they know. have the indigenous, that's also mm-hmm. mixed. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really realize until I started dating Elio how much I don't even know if it's racism or colorism there is in the Latino community mm-hmm. because he's Cuban, right? 100% Cuban, yeah. but also black. But it's interesting. And I do, Ethiopian. I do notice yeah. there's more, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> there's more racism black. in yeah, Colombians than there is in El Salvador. Mm, there's I have picked up right. Did you say less or more? There's more in Colombia. More what, what do in you Colombia? think? Racism, in... Like, you know, the darks, the blacks, the more yeah. Like, it's like, you know, well, I've heard that in Colombia there are more blacks than in El Salvador. I mean, you can count yeah. the blacks in El Salvador, right? Yeah. Black El Salvadorans are like one in them. It's a lottery ticket, yeah. right? Yeah, like, I you're know. just never going to find it, yeah. right? Like, yeah. while well, like in Colombia, like slave trade and everything else, like Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting because I was always under the impression that there wasn't much racism in Colombia. Oh no, there is. Yeah. Um, and my mom got slapped when she came here because she looks what? white. She does. And yeah. she didn't speak a lick of English. She gets on a metro bus. She didn't know. And coming from Colombia, I hate to say it, she was like something, something morena. And it was just the color of the skin. Mm-hmm. And she was 
Dominican. And she told her, don't you use that word because I'm Latina just like you. And my mom was just like, so never that, again. You know, that's interesting never again. because Elio coming from, so I ha, I've been immersed in Cuban culture for 25 years. So what I find interesting is, you know, they call, they use the word negra mm -hmm. yeah. or negro, or, mm -hmm. you know, they don't say morena really. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, like negrita or whatever, I'd be like, that's so rude. But, yeah. but we not, use descriptive but terms to describe term people. Like my dad calls my mom gorda. but he's like it's a term of endearment he's like how are you gonna call my one-year-old a little whore and she still to this day calls her that's that's for Begulin's mom so very interesting yeah no it is interesting the us versus them the other thing that i found really interesting in the conversation i had last week in the conversation that i'm having about to have with you guys is how reluctant our parents were to allow us to have sleepovers. We don't pay rent there. That doesn't happen. Oh, have, this is good. Like, have, yes, why you have a home. We don't pay rent there. We don't know what they're, they're gonna, gonna put in your food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, wow. My wow. Wow. We don't know the biggest thing. They're like, do they even clean the sheets? Are the sheets gonna be Oh my god, your father, your mother, and my father are one and the same. My father would be like, Why do you want to go to a dirty redneck? Yeah, <laughs> so much craziness associated. Well, my mom and dad would fight over this. That's what your brother I said. would cause fight. I was the oldest and I wanted to have to go to sleepovers. My dad came here at 12 years old, like the girls' mom. They came at 12 and he grew up here and he grew up very Americanized. And so my mom, coming from the village in Greece, had different views and ideas and it was all new to her. So spending the night at other people's houses that she didn't know and I was the first one growing up. She had come. It was all foreign to her. She didn't trust. She had yeah, trust yeah. issues. And I understand now, of course, but then I, I couldn't stand it. And so my dad would try to explain to her that it's fine. They're just, they're, you know, the unknown to her. She just couldn't get past the unknown. So they would fight. I would cause fights because he would say yes. She would say no. And he would have to take me to the party come at midnight pick me up because I couldn't sleep there and then I wake him up like at seven in the morning exactly. so he could take me back so I could be there when they woke up and had like breakfast I just couldn't sleep that's there. an all-star dad by the way so, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Didn't get that. no he would do that and but poor guy would get so embarrassed because like the, the moms you know they were like oh Mr. Bustan let's like tell your wife you know we're good people <laughs> 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 we're gonna eat her yeah. And then Maha, the reason, so then my, my friend Maha, she's Moroccan, her parents won't let her spend the night either. And she lived two floors above me. And because she grew up the same way as I did, so we were allowed to spend the night at each other's house. She was the only friend outside of my cousins that I could spend the night at. And I think it helped because her parents weren't American. Yeah. I don't know what it was. They were another ethnic family that had the same values, mm -hmm. the same. And they lived in the same building. They lived in the yeah. same building. So that's interesting, right? Because like, you know, obviously uh, when we talk about racism, you'd think that, you know, 
white Americans that are racist, not, not all of them are, but the ones that are, they, they think we're dirty, we're not clean, we're whatever. And then like, you know, obviously our family well, looks at them and yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah, dirty, dirty, they're not clean. They're... So you, what's funny is that you asked when did you realize when you were yeah. different? Well, sleepover because, you know, it's the quintessential yeah. American thing. Birthday yeah. party sleepovers. And then you're like, oh, I can't sleep over. My mom's picking me up. Everybody's looking at me. Mm-hmm. Why can't you sleep yeah. over? It was humiliating yeah. and embarrassing if we were even allowed to go to the party in to the begin with yeah. Yeah. yeah oh i never did a sleepover ever. neither did we only with each other you don't your husband probably doesn't even sleep in the house right <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, no sleepovers but like, my daughter, well, i remember when she was seven my daughter maria and she wanted a sleepover i know her friend riley asked with her mom in front of me because i told almost told my daughter you never don't ever ask for oh me. my god yes that in is front a, of me that is a and i was right? like oh god you know i really don't allow it i don't like it you know and karen's like well you know we're a good fan you know you know us <laughs> yeah, i said okay karen i'm just gonna allow it one time because it's i know you i've you know maria for four years and i let her to sleep over and that's the only house and i told her after between us, don't you ever put me in the spot like that again <laughs> my mom and would never be- ever ever ask for a sleepover you're only going to go be able to sleep over at Riley's. That's an only Riley's. And I don't let her go to other people's houses. Well, I told that to my girls too. I'm like, I'm just letting you know now, you're not spending the night at anybody's house other than your cousin's house. That's it. Don't ask yeah. me. It's yeah. never going to be. And then I told Carrie because Carrie is not Greek or ethnic. But I was like, look, there are some things that I don't want to fight with you on it because I know you did a lot of things growing up as an American that I didn't but I'm not into the whole sleepover thing so I really need you to back me on that but I guess because I have two girls he's like oh yeah yeah no sleepover the fact that we thought our parents were so freaking weird and then we do the same thing I have a boy and now I know more because there's you don't know. You really don't know. There are crazy people out there, and think, you are, don't are know the crazy? family. I mean, why do we think they're all crazy? Not Listen, all, but you I don't know everybody. I don't feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't I feel George comfortable can have anybody either. he wants over here all night, every day, whatever. I prefer his friends here than him at someone else's house. There's a select few, like select handful of people that I feel 100% comfortable. And so it's fucking weird because I grew up here and I shouldn't be this yeah. like weirded out by it. But there's no way he's having a sleepover. Can you imagine Alexa at some <laughs> random friend's house for a sleepover? Oh, she'd be she, no, she'd be fine. No, it'd be fine. It's just a thing. It's just the way we were brought up in the yeah. house. So we're yeah. fearful. Yeah. yeah, if we don't know the people very well, we feel like fearful. And yeah, it's our parents' work. So, you spent your youth walking this line between living in an immigrant world and participating in the American experience, right? Yeah, and right. Now you see yourselves actually doing the same with your children, kind of limiting that to American an extent. Experience. To an extent, yeah. yeah. Maria, though, your answer about the person who you wanted to be growing up was interesting to me because the person you chose probably had similar experiences to you living in multiple wor- worlds. Tell us who you chose. Is this my Tia Margarita one? No. Oh, my Cindy Crawford one? No. no. Oh my God. <laughs> who is this? No, no, sorry. She look how prepared She's married to Edward Burns. My Christy Turner. Yeah. Oh, all the super the models. models. Yeah. Yeah. When I found out she was, no, when I found out she was a Salvadorian, I was like, no way. She's supposed to look like dark skin and short and I actually had carrying no bags over yeah. her head and no she was gorgeous oh and my God, Maria. her mother was a flight attendant my aunt my I grew up with an aunt who did that Carrie all the what? time like groceries on her oh head. yeah yeah or, or 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 yeah or uh, laundry right laundry. so they go to the river clean the laundry put yep. them on the basket and carry the basket on the head carry, and like, yeah. things on their hands yeah. yeah but Christy Turlington yeah she was just like 
I want to be just like her yeah, as well. Really yeah. And when I found she out back is, in the yeah. day that she was from El Salvador, it was a very small mm-hmm. group of people. Yeah. I was very yeah, impressed. So now, Jeannie, you guys chose females that one would consider wholly American. Jeannie, why did you want to be Alyssa Milano? Aside from the fact Ooh. that you can't dance, so you could not be your second choice, Irene Cara. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh, my God, yeah, Irene. Yeah. These are so Alyssa Milano, who's the boss? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love Alyssa Milano. Oh, my God. How many drinks did you guys have? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. She got to get an Uber. Because, like, yeah. Nikki, so she, she just got Peggy Lynn's mom. Mona was Peggy Lynn's oh mom. Oh my god, that's you hilarious. Know Mona reminds me of, you guys, Mona reminds me of Peggy Lynn. Mona? What? 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 Me? Why? No, uh, but Judith Light reminds me of Peggy Lynn. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever watched Everybody Loves Raymond Patricia Heaton, the way oh. she's constantly oh, pushing I can't her see that. Down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't God. see that. Yeah. But, uh, you're, a rock, you're a oh. rocker through and through. Who did you choose? Oh my God, I was such a stoner when I was Pat young. Pat Benatar, let me guess. Pat Benatar and Joan Jett. They were just mm-hmm. badass, man. They were badass. So badass. I love them. I just wanted to be them. Oh, they were rockers. I think I, I think I, the hands, the jewelry, like everything about the attitude. I mean, do you guys remember remember Penn in high school? Oh yeah. yeah. Like she was total heavy metal with the bangs. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I think I misread that quite. That was when she was so little. No, it could be any time. I just thought I was. Yeah. No, no. Cause Eleni, it's funny. You were the only one that chose a male. Oh, and the only one that chose someone more. much more no, for I mean, much Matt more Dillon recent in it, but from much more oh, recent yeah. times. Matt Dillon. However, your choice is perfectly <laughs> he does come up later in the episode. <laughs> However, your choice he is had to come up. perfectly on brand for you. So before Eleni, see I was gonna let you guys guess, but you guys all just jumped in here. Before Eleni tells us who she chose, can any of you guess who it was? What You've was already the question guessed, again? Who you wanted to be? Yeah, who yeah, who whose life would you Who's want? Life? Yeah. So you said Matt Dillon, that you thought she would say Matt Dillon. On brand for her. But it's a guy, it's a man. <laughs> no, no. So why don't you tell everyone? Because yeah. it's, it's a rocker, I think. It's it's a John Pajoli. John, no! John uh, Samos. I don't know. Okay, he's Greek. No, this is this is a great one. Actually. No, uh, Anthony Bourdain. Ooh! Oh! Oh! Yeah, that makes okay, sense. The food, the traveling, the, the wanderlust, yes. the just wanting to go and live like a gypsy and yeah. go to any country that, that is you can one. get well, to yeah. and, can and hang out with the locals and eat what they eat yeah. and do what they Definitely. do. Definitely. I mean, Minus the depression. That's very fitting yeah. for That's so on brand, right? I'm like, damn, every time I would see those, I was like, damn, he's got the best. Well, not knowing yeah, yeah, no, yeah. what well, he was going like, through, but he's got the best. best that is the best. That's that is the yeah, ultimate yeah. for me. Shocking. Yeah. You know how it ended, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, so yeah. We saw him perform. He's yeah. really, really good. Really good. Good storyteller. No, this is great because on a lighter note, yo, this, I thought it was amazing what you said. And, oh, come on. Yo, <laughs> you said, 
Cinderella. Cinderella. Oh, Why did you want to be her? Well, I, when I was young, when I would watch Cinderella, because we really didn't watch a lot, a lot of TV when we were growing up, we were outside playing. So I didn't have a lot to pick from because we never watched mm -hmm. a lot of movies. You know, it was Brady Bunch and then Outside Playing. Uh, but Cinderella was because I liked how she was, um, how she just became so, you know, working hard and, you know, the stepsisters were so mean to her and how she became this beautiful princess and lived a happily life, you know. I don't know, just Hello. Hello. By, by the way, what is Cinderella in Greek? Yeah, what is that? Oh, oh wow. I have no idea. Oh, fuck. I know. I, there is a word. There is a word. Hold on. I wish you could have known. Oh, no, no, that's it. What's her name? I grew up with the Alba in Spanish. Hang on. I'm going to look it up right now. So, Maria, so what is it in Spanish, please? Semisienta. 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 What it actually literally translates to. Like, where did you guys, uh, almost two hours, an hour and a half, two hours away. So we went, 
with another friend. We decided to go to Santa Cruz and that friend's mom dropped us off. My mom was, my mom only allowed me to hang out with Dina Yamaguchi, like go to her house, not stay the night, but go to her house and hang out. So I told her we we're gonna go do something. I was about 13, 14, young. And we, 14 maybe, and we got, we went to Santa Cruz. How'd you get there? The mom, the, the, the oh. girl's mom dropped us off, picked her up, left us. We couldn't find her. We didn't have cell phones back there. So wait, wait why didn't the mom leave you? I don't know. We couldn't figure out what we were looking for. It was getting late. It was like six o'clock in the evening. We were looking for her. We were on the rides. Then she just disappeared. We couldn't find her. And we didn't, we didn't have cell phones. Who are we going to call? I don't know. Use a pay phone to call your mom. Uh, <laughs> no, because my mom would have killed me. My dad would have killed me. So, no way. so we ended up hitchhiking. And this nice man. Oh was my God. God. At 13 nice in man. California. You met the Golden State 14. Killer. Yeah. I was 14. She was about, yeah, 14 and a half. A little bit older. <laughs> no. We didn't have a choice. Very nice gentleman. Mm. In a little yellow bug. And drove us. Oh my God. Sure no, oh no, no, in a bag. But we, we made it when we got in the car that we're both innocent in the back. And if you try anything, we were going to choke us. It's the first Uber. <laughs> yeah. He was the nicest person and took us right to her house and dropped us off. And said, Did he like knock on the door and was like, no, hey, lady? No, no, because this is just very dangerous. You guys shouldn't be doing this. I'm happy to give you guys a ride home. You just took him to your actual like residence. Her house. Her house. Her, not my house. Not your house. Because my dad probably would have had a shotgun. My dad would have pulled out his rifle and been like, who the hell are you stopping up my daughter? But yeah, I remember that. We were so lucky. But yeah. we, yes. But we were strong. So we're oh like, you know, we're going to choke him. Yeah, we were like, we're going to choke him if he does something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Choking him. Yeah. Choking him. Yeah, we sat in the back. We sat in the back and we said we were going to like, you know, get Attack. control of the car or something if he um, tried to do anything or take us the wrong way. And we knew the way, kind of. The way that <laughs> <at> the <laughs> <laughs> Eleni, you mentioned a name that I've heard many times, but I actually don't think I've ever it's met a good her. story. So Maha. can you tell the audience about Maha and what she has met? Maha. Uh, Maria knows Maha because we went to high we went school to Catholic together. school yeah. and she was in Catholic class and I was like, wait a minute, how come you're not praying? And then I learned what Muslim was. So. Yeah, yeah. Maha's Moroccan. I met her in the fourth grade and we were like two peas in a pod. The girls know her because we grew up together. So she's Love family Maha. to them. Yeah. She is family to she's them the as best. well. Um, and she is just the most zaniest, mischievous, yeah. fun, zany, yeah. right? That is a good word to describe mom. Like fun, witty uh, person. So the two of us together, we would get into some trouble. <laughs> so are you referring to the answer that I... You, no, anything you want to share, because you did share one story with me where you and her wanted to be Matt Dillon and her smoking can set in six oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So around that time, so I am obsessed Matt Dillon also with... saved her for crying. No, no, that was Scott Bale. <laughs> no, that, was, that was Matt Dillon. You and Tina that talked Scott and I got into a fight about who met Matt Scott Dillon. Bale. <laughs> Scott Bale. That was her guy. Matt Dillon, I've been obsessed with oh, since, uh, since the Outsiders. No, since outsiders. before the Outsiders. My bodyguard. Little Darling. Oh, oh Little Darlings. Yeah. Oh, and I discovered him on Showtime. So this is so funny because my parents, cable just came out, like Movie Channel. I think it was Movie Channel, Showtime, you know, those, those channels. <laughs> 
And my mom and dad, for example, they would go out or there would be a function and we would stay home with my grandmother who is from the village and doesn't speak a lick of English and doesn't know anything about what we're watching or what programming is. So I would get the little booklets and it would come out like Blue Lagoon. And then I saw Little Darlings. I'm like, oh my God, I want to see these movies. I think I was eight. I totally like Alexa like that. <laughs> and so I would circle. And then if my mom and dad and me were going out and we were staying home with my grandmother and I, I'd be like, oh my God, Little Darlings is on. I'm going to see Little Darlings. You know, so I watched that show and that Dylan was on it. And that was like it for me, right? So Outsiders comes out and oh he's just God. so Matt Dillon. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He like literally yeah. he looked like a five-year-old girl on a I love it. Again, Oh a my God. You know, I re- I saw him in New York City. He was right next to me on the other side of the glass window and freaking out Carrie. It was Thanksgiving weekend. He was with Paul Walker and Hayden Christensen, but I didn't see them. That's a whole other story. <laughs> and Carrie's like, you have to go and stop and say hi. I'm like, his face was right next to me on the, we were outside the glass. inside, just the glass. <laughs> but Carrie went in and like, you walked up to him and told him, it's my wife's birthday. She's been a fan. He goes, Aww. and he's like, he was ready to come up and come outside but he just knocked on the window to wave at me. I was like, why didn't you let him come outside? (laughs) Why didn't you let him? Right. Anyways, it was cool to actually see him. I think I texted you guys. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yes. Matt Dillon. I bit my nails. Like I bit everything off of my hand. (laughs) Anyways, the outsiders had come out and he was just so cool. And the way he smoked his cigarette. Mm -hmm. And I was was at her house Mm -hmm. and (laughs) we were bored her parents had a cabinet a liquor cabinet and they had the liqueurs like the banana the amaretto the blueberry all the different fruit flavored liqueurs so we're like you want to try some yeah let's try some so we went through every flavor of liqueur that they had and then her dad had his kent's <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, you want a cigarette? So, anyways, we took the cigarettes and we went into the bathroom and we're trying to smoke and smoke it like Matt Dillon, smoke the cigarette like Matt Dillon. Like, am I doing this right? Like, how did this look? Right? Anyways, her sister was there. We got busted, got in trouble, all of that stuff. <laughs> but that was the sixth grade. So since then, been making I trouble mean, together. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Finally, Maria, you mentioned a friend that really uh, brought the Kefi into your life. I think she's done that for almost everyone at this table. She has. Mm-hmm. Who was your friend that really brought the, and I can never say this phrase, so you guys are going to have to correct me, joie de vivre. How do you say joie it? De joie de vivre. Joie de vivre, yes. <laughs> Can I say her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not an embarrassing story. If it's no, an embarrassing no. story. Shout out, happy birthday. Her, Your birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> her name literally Luce, is Light. Right? Luz, Luz Vargas. So she would show me the ways of nightclub life. <laughs> and I was 16 years old, get in the car, and she's like, we're going out. I'm like, where are we going? To D.C. It was like getting there, showing up early, staying out late. And every night my mom would be sitting on the couch with this angry look on her face, like, where were you? And it is two, three o'clock in the morning. And why are you not home? When I said you were supposed to be home, it was just a lot of fun. Like she showed me like the, 
Latin nightclubs, though that's where she showed me what Latina was to, you know, supposed to be. Cause like I said, I thought I was white <laughs> and it was just amazing. Like just dancing all night long. And she taught me, it, you know, it showed me what salsa was really like. It came Gosh, out naturally, but yeah. she was just amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah. Troubles. Yeah. The rest of you know her and we're close to her too. Any stories you want to share before we move on to dating as a first generation American? I have a great one, but I can't share it. She would kill me. (laughs) About Luz. Yeah. It's Um, such a good one too. This is my favorite story. Yeah. Which one? Um, I'm not going to share any stories. Yeah. No, we're not sharing. But (laughs) I will say we've had some very, very crazy, crazy times. Yeah. Memorable moments. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, Maria. So we went to high school together. We were Mm -hmm. in the same class. You hung out with Gina and Carol. Yes. Did they also, were they also uh, associated with being white? white? Yeah. Yeah. They oh, dye really? their hair all the time. Sorry, guys. But uh, yeah, they had dark hair and I didn't have money to dye my hair back then. So I did other things like went horseback riding. Who was horseback riding as a Latina? I was <laughs> hanging out in Great Falls. Do you like horses? I mean, O'Connell was <laughs> yeah, a big guy. eye opener because right. I mean, it was a very small group of small I mean like we were but six there, were, there were a lot of there were more there was I, I felt that there were a lot of uh Latino population or kids at O'Connell it wasn't that I didn't feel like it was Sylvia, that much I didn't Carol, feel like there was that much either Gina, there was a lot of Filipinos um, Filipinos yeah, for yeah. sure yeah more Filipino. yeah Filipino it was an interesting life speaking of Filipinos that leads us right into dating so dating <laughs> <is> a- <laughs> so dating is a first generation Generation American will likely be the shortest segment ever because it was not allowed. Obviously. No, no, it was not allowed. It was All right, we're done, guys. No, just kidding. So, well, not really about the not allowed. Really, so tell me, like, what was it like? Like, how did you guys do it? Like, you lie. You, lie. You did. You lie. We lie and lie and lie. Have you guys ever gone back to your parents and been like, "Do you remember that time?" No, I told they you knew they were lying. They just couldn't catch it. My dad used to follow us. Oh my god, we didn't know. And he tried with Fong Yan when you guys had gone downtown on uh, uh what's the place called Mr. Henry. Mr. Henry's my dad ended up going down there <laughs> how old were they okay so we were 15. you were 15 I was 16 Fong Yan was 16 she drove us down newly driving newly driving little Len was there and not um, a good driver <laughs> we were all like we all used to hang out in high school together we went down and we thought we were cool all the guys that we hung out with were down there they never carded all of a sudden, we're sitting in a back booth and I see George Donuts walk in. George Donuts is your father. Yes, apparently George Donuts knew the owner. So we all <laughs> dived and followed us down there. And had followed us. So we, and he was waiting to catch us. Well, we all dive under the table. He's talking to the owner. We book it out. We're on this ledge. Fong Yan falls off the ledge because she didn't realize that it ended. It's like an 80s movie. Yeah, yeah. we get in the car. She's driving down the wrong Hammer, way. The way. Like, we're all drunk. She's driving down the wrong way in DC. Oh my God. Like, uh, I don't know how we made it home. God looked out for us so many times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and he that. couldn't prove that we were there. He knew they were. But he knew we were. But he couldn't prove I mean, we still got the ship eaten out of us. But he couldn't prove it. And I think we had this kid with us that. For whatever, like we pulled, my mom was like in the lobby. We lived in oh the were waiting for us. Waiting for us. Mm-hmm. And we pull up and this kid opens the door and just starts puking. Yeah. She's like, you guys have been drinking. We're like, no, no we, we haven't. What are you talking about? We don't know this kid. Did your mom have to drive to Ocean City to pick you guys up when you guys weren't supposed to be there, which is From a three hour drive? Yeah. We were With Bigelan's mom, she came. Yes. <laughs> we were supposed to be there. The details just got a little fuzzy. And, we were and Nikki was yeah. drunk and I couldn't find her. And I had to go fucking all over Ocean City to finally find you. No, we were at a party. You, like, left the party we were at. I don't know why. I stayed. 
I don't and then she came that, to my mom and she was mom. like, mom's coming to get us. And I was came, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, she picked us up on the boardwalk in front of like, remember, it was beach week. It was so embarrassing. Ella's mom had come with her. Ella's mom's looking around for a hot dog stand. She's obsessed with hot dogs. And then we got in the car and drove home, but my mom never told my dad. No, oh she my didn't. God. She, would she would cover for us a lot. A lot. And the good thing was, again, Jeannie and I were like pretty hammered on the way home. So she bitched the whole way home. We were <laughs> That's the good thing about your mom and my dad because they grew up here. When I was working at Roadside, yeah. it was my dad always said, if you ever need a ride home, I don't care what time it is, call me. Well, I had to do it one time because it was New Year's Eve. I was working. We were New Year's Eve, drinking, doing shots. So I couldn't get a, I couldn't get a cab. I couldn't spend the night out because the next day is the cutting of the beat that day. Yes. And I have to be home for that. So I did. I called him home. And of course, he came and got me like at three o'clock in the morning. Didn't say a word, you know, didn't say anything. But when I called, oh, my God, my mom was bitching and yelling. <laughs> well, I, think, I, like, I think that's more why they didn't, they covered for us. Not because, because they didn't they want to hear it. For us, but they, they didn't, didn't want to hear, hear it. They didn't want to hear it. Yeah. So at what point did you guys stop listening to your parents? Oh, my God. That's two. Uh, I don't know. Oh Today years old. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We still kind of, yeah. We all, I think, still, they're a very, very big kind of influence in our lives. And so we always try to be like respectful and we don't ever want to like. Yeah. But I think it depends know. on what it's for, what it, it's pertaining to. Like, Jeannie's no. the first one to be like, go fuck yourselves. I'm doing whatever. Yeah. I want you know, no, no, no. I'm not going to fuck yourself. She paints a nice picture about you. No, but she'll do what she wants to do. I feel like this. I'm a grown-ass adult, and I have a lot of stressors in my life, and sometimes I can't cater to these two people that are really just fucking crazy. <laughs> well, I will say that, like, we have gone out recently with another cousin of ours, the little Eleni Vitalis, and we were just talking about kind of how stressful our parents can be mm-hmm. or whatever, and little Elen, Dr. Eleni Vitalis, says to us, why don't you guys just say to them, this is inappropriate. I don't like how you're talking to me. And I'm like, and Gina and I were literally like, it was like our minds never were never like, had the we can do that. Say we that. can like, tell them I'm believing. Like, yeah. I've never done that. Would never do that. I and mean, I think we all kind of do that. With we all deal with or I mean, Will, you do the same thing. Yeah. Uh huh. I mean, we accommodate them even when we're pissed off. Yeah. 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 Bitching and moaning the whole way. But we do it just to. I mean, my, anything, not, not have to hear it. From well, my mom would call at roadside mm-hmm. at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock because okay. I would tell her not to call when I'm busy working on the shift and the bar, t- like Rich or Robert mm-hmm. would be like, Eleni Busanis, it's your mother. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And so she would just tell at me like, at the at bar. The bar. <laughs> oh my god and then you know i would be like what it's like what is so important she would always tell me on your way home can oh you stop god. by giant to oh get david <laughs> oh we don't have milk or bread it was either spinach milk or bread and i'm like <laughs> i just finished my shift i'm hanging out i'm having a drink and you're calling roadside (laughs) to tell me go to giant i go mom i might be late that's okay it's just like so you don't care that it's two o'clock in the morning for that she didn't care that i'm going into giant at 1 30 to pick up spinach so yeah so this has been a lot of fun before we sign off any final thoughts Jeannie? 
No, good times. Yep. Great, awesome. That was a lot of fun. Glad we did. Right. Are we doing it again? <laughs> Would you guys like to do it again? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it wasn't bad. I'll, I'll just do commentary again. <laughs> So actually, that was my next question. Did you guys enjoy yourselves? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I am really, really excited that you guys uh, participated and came on the melting pot. We will have you back again. Um, I would love yeah. for you guys to think of the questions that you want each other to answer. Um, well, now you're asking a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. And we'll be back next so. week with the guys as we discuss our favorite heartbreak lyric. Characters we would love to hang out with, obscure actors or actresses we love, and one rule change we would make in sports. Oh, oh and we're also going to debate old school fast food chains. See you next Ooh. week. Thank you. You guys have good questions. Big boy.